It's Elite POV. Coming live to your area on Twitch.tv. We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. And just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Elite POV, where it's podcast time, and you know what that means. I'm one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo. You can call me Philium, alongside the king of talk style, Anthony DiStefano. What is up? What is going on? Let's get hyped. I'm not feeling the hypeness. Mox is back. Crazy shit's happening. People are spitting mist in people's eyes. There's new theme songs. This shit is crazy! And also, the draw, Jackie Rodriguez. What is up? I can't match that level of hype, but I'll just I'll try to sound a little more enthusiastic. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the uh, the live chat. I see we got a hype train close going on in here. Can we make it all the way? Who knows? But we're happy you're here. And last but not least, the producer who <laughs> adjusting Canadian Phil's cam on the fly yeah. here. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kyle Masters. What is up? What's going on, everybody? I'm Paul. I'm trying to adjust Phil's cam on this. I don't know what happened. For some reason, it showed you have having two cams. For some reason, I don't I don't know what happened there. But now, okay, I, I think I've adjusted Once, you properly now. Uh, that's my bad. One, we were streaming the one for OnlyFans, so um, <laughs> yeah, no one's I must know about that. that. Must have got lost. <laughs> yeah, technology's fun, but um, yeah, yeah, Phil's ready to fight the computer. <laughs> I'm ready to quit and get hand the show over to you guys and just move do, on. Yeah, do you remember like? You remember the game and the documentary? Um, the one song he started is like, what the fuck you looking at, self? That's like every time you look at your camera and it fucks up. <laughs> the fuck you, uh, you would think self? a $200 Agato camera would look better than the $50 camera that I sent to Jackie. But all I got to I mean, say is, Elgato, watch out. We're going to send Phil. <sighs> we're going to send Phil. Send <laughs> Phil. But you make a great stream deck, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. I own that too. It's in a box somewhere, thrown in a closet. Or, But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about AEW, and a lot of interesting stuff has been happening in the world of AEW, and we will get to Dynamite, but I want to start off with a report that Sean Ross Sapp hyped up and then dropped on Twitter and set the world on fire, and that is, of course, officially, Cody Rhodes has been working as a free agent Oof. since the end of December. Now... It could be a work. It could be just to build hype because we know Royal Rumble's coming up. A lot of people think that this forbidden door means literally anybody's going to show up when in reality we all know no one's going to show up that we actually care about from other companies. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely given Cody a lot of buzz. It's given AEW buzz. He was on this week's episode kind of hyping up what his future is. But Jackie, I'll start with you. What do you think about this Cody Rhodes free agency thing? It's so weird because it's like one of those situations where you're like, am, am I being worked here? Like, do I am I becoming that fan? Um, 
in theory, is it a cool thing to think about Cody, you know, spreading his wings and going elsewhere? I don't think he's going to pop up anywhere near WWE. Let's be for real here. But, you know, to see him work uh, the indie circuit again, it could be a cool thing to, you know, to branch out and try new things. So if it's true, then great. If it's not, then great. <laughs> Just roll with it. What do you think, Amp? Um, it's he's a fucking EVP. Like he started the revolution. Like I think people are going way too far into this, and it's fun to speculate. But like I'm more concerned about the other contracts coming up. Like there's a lot of free agents out there, like Tony Storm and and Windom, and all. Like I'm worried about those contracts because Cody Rhodes isn't gonna go anywhere. Now, yes, the price is right. No, you know, or there's everyone has a price, as Ted DiBiase used to say, and the price might be right to go to WWE. But then you're back being dashing Cody Rhodes or Stardust. You don't have creative control. You can't cut your own promos. You can't be the modern American family that you say you are. You can't have Rhodes to the top. You can't be on the go big show. You, like, there are so many things you cannot do. This is a non-story to me. Now, it's interesting that he's working without a contract, but maybe as an EVP, they're trying to figure out the budget, and he's going to take a pay cut to sign more people. That, I think, is lost in this whole thing as the EVPs, yes, they're all supposed to be getting raises, but you're bringing in Punk. You're bringing in Danielson. You're bringing in Malachi. You're bringing in Andrade. You, you're probably going to bring in someone like Tony Storm, who's going to be a pretty lucrative contract in the females division. You got to watch the budget, and I think they're working closely with Tony Khan to do that. That's maybe why he did not sign a contract yet. I don't think it's anything like Cody's leaving, because where is he going to go that he has this much power? Kyle, what do you think? Well... Sorry to burst anyone's bubble. I think it's all fugazi. I think I think it's all fake. I do not think he's working out a contract because if we remember, what else does Cody Rhodes do behind the scenes besides wrestle? Is he sits in gorilla with Tony Khan at every single show. There's no way he's not sitting there with Tony Khan working without a contract. It's not it's not a thing, guys. It's just I think he's just trying to Almost like he's trying to innovate himself in a in a certain way right now because of what you know the reaction he's getting and the way his character is going right now. He's kind of trying to freshen things up. So why not you know kind of leak out there to aka the dirt sheets or the, the credible news sources out there that he's working without a contract. Just get more buzz around Cody Rhodes and look what he does this week. He comes out and cuts a quote unquote CM Punk like pipe bomb promo. It's it, this is all fugazi. It's, it's it was all a good, for it was a good promo. It was. wasn't anything close. Was it? Like, let's, I know he tried, but like it wasn't. I know problem. it wasn't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to say it was. Don't bring up the pipe bomb and then cut your like a good promo. Like the pipe bomb's an all time yeah. promo. Like people memorized the pipe bomb, right? Like as soon as he's like, "This is my pipe bomb," I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like don't. Don't do that. That's like me going on the basketball he's court. Like, yeah, Kobe. And they're like, no, you're not. You're not Kobe. Like, no. He's not working out a contract. He's on one of TBS's big shows with the, the Go Big. Or is it TNT? The Go Big? No, it's TBS. The Go Big Show. TBS. No more He BS. ain't working out a contract, guys. Let's not sit here and think. And people are like, oh, only if he turns up in the Rumble. I'm like, can we stop? Can we stop, please? He's working with a contract. This is there, all for oh. his current character right now, which is great. You know? We like to sure. make the listeners Stir happy. The you're, you're talking about the Rumble. Yes, there's only one person in AEW I can see going to the Rumble. It is Jericho. He was on the podcast with Stone Cold. Do I think he's going to go? No, but maybe that's why he has that horrible hair dye job. You never know. Yeah, they don't. Oh, they don't, they don't yeah, like they gray don't hair in WWE. Possible at this moment. They don't like gray hair in WWE, man. If you have gray hair, you can't go in the main roster. Nope, not allowed. 
Yeah, true. Um, the other thing, a bit of news that I wanted to talk about, we didn't really talk about it last week. So with Black History Month being next month, AEW is putting together a rap album. Now, initially, when I heard this news, I thought, oh, no, they're going to have the talent do the music. And yeah, like the acclaimed rap and like Austin Gunn raps, but like, do they all rap? And I thought it would be <laughs> kind of weird. But then with them posting the track lists and stuff, there's songs that are inspired by the performers that are in their company who are black in their journey. And there's like real artists on there. So I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'll start with you. What do you think about this? It's pretty dope because it's never really been done. Like um, we could talk about like we used to all listen to the old WWE like entrance musics. But like besides that, when has something cool like this has been done to honor, you know, Black History Month? And this is kind of like the new generation. This is kind of what we like to do. We like to honor it through song and through art. And I think people will learn more about not only the superstars, but about what the month means to the superstars as well. So I think it's really important to do. It's a really cool way to do it. And I'm like looking forward to it because I want to hear the Jade song so I can listen to that shit when I like, get back to the gym. Just like listen to it like 10 times a day so I can like get all like swole. You know what I mean? What do you think, Jackie? I think it's a cool concept. I'm interested to see how they play this one out because in my opinion, it can either be really cool or it could be really cheesy. So I hope that they do it with a little bit of, you know, taste behind it. Um, I think that them branching out to try to to do these experimental things is is really interesting. And if I don't know, did they say if Mikey Ruckus is involved with it at all? Because he has to be. Producing the beats. I would say Mega Rand's going to do some stuff, too. Right. Yeah, because I'm like everything to me that Mikey Ruckus touches, it turns to gold, especially Josiah, like everything. I'm sure Josiah's working yeah. on it. Too. Josiah's so, great too. So, I mean, if he's got some involvement in it, then I'm definitely more interested to hear about it. Um, but either way, keep an open mind and and let's see where they uh, where they go with it. What about you, Kyle? I'm excited. Uh, from what I've read, they're they're putting a lot of creative work into this. And it's going to be really, really well done. Um, so I'm very pumped to, to hear any everything that comes out of it. I'm so glad it's not going to be something like we, a lot, I mean, the initial thought is like, from the first thought I had was from back in the day when, like when just was back when Jim Johnson was still doing music for the WWE and The Rock made it like his own song about pie, which is absolutely <laughs> trash. Like it's, it's the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. So uh, like, have you heard Face Off? <laughs> eh, no. I've only, is that the new rock rap song? Where yeah, like, okay, dude, I've, only I've only heard that part. I've only heard. I've only heard that because that's all. Like it's in like almost every other TikTok. So I know um, it's every TikTok. But yeah, I, I, at, fir <laughs> at first I thought it was oh, that. Wow. And, and I'm gonna go back to what Phil said. I thought you know like there's some people that are good at, at making music. And there's some where I'm like, are they good at making music? So I'm glad it's it's not what we thought. Um, I'm still excited for it. If the acclaims in it, can they please just like do like a 10, 20 minute song because I love everything that they put out. Everything they put out, even the, this week that the, the, the song they put out about Darby and Sting had me howling. That was hilarious. And they had Stang from, uh, Stang. Yeah. <laughs> from talking shop of yeah, mania. Uh, I'll tell you what though. The acclaimed are like becoming like stars in front of our eyes. Like, these guys were like a couple months ago were just working dark and like eventually like a rampage. And now they're getting like main events and getting like cool vignettes, like making fun of people before the match. Bro, I'm so happy for them. Well, they're, they're going so back awesome. to that because they, they did that in the beginning. They did that with Moxley and Kingston. I remember that. But well, they've done it 
with the Dark Order. They, they used to put out uh, little videos every week in the very, very beginning when they, they sure, first all debuted. time again. Because yeah, now they're getting the main event spot against Sting. Like to me, that means like they trust you in this company. I, I see Nate in the chat saying he hates the acclaim. I booed him. It's, okay. it's something about your family hating. Uh, I guess it's a, it runs in the family. I booed him. Well, I have okay. news for you guys. Breaking news: um, the CDC has said that everybody loves the acclaim. Yeah, yeah. You can That's take what they beautiful. say factual. <laughs> beautiful way to bring a meme into the show. That's really funny. <laughs> um, so now there's a lot of great things that happen on Dynamite, but of course we have to start with what I think is one of the most important promos you will hear all year. Probably you'll hear in the next few years, right? So we get the return of John Moxley. Now, a little precursor to this. So with Moxley being gone, the first word that we heard of him was that he's performing at GCW this weekend. And a lot of people were upset, like, whoa, shouldn't he have come back to AEW first or at least made the announcement with AEW first? But then, of course, I think it was like on Tuesday, we got the announcement that he was coming back to AEW and what a perfect way to start the show off with right away, go out there. And it's, it's something that I love that AEW does. When there's these big moments, they put people in these spots, whether it's promos or matches, they let them open the show. So they set the tone for how the show gets structured out time-wise. Like if Moxley goes five minutes over, we'll cut it somewhere else. But it's important that Moxley got that segment. And then what an incredible promo. You know, uh, Jackie, I'm going to start with you because you are definitely a huge advocate for mental health. You're always uh, posting it on your social media and stuff. So what did that promo from Moxie last night mean for you? Well, I think for starters, I tried to shy away from the word promo in this scenario because I think that what he said was very much uh, very real and from the heart. He's not trying to promote anything necessarily, but to, uh, you know, tell his truth and get his story out there. And it's a very real and very raw and very vulnerable moment. Um, I kind of was taken aback. It's a subject matter that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, first off, it's just wonderful to see how healthy he looked. Um, you, when you see him regularly, it's you don't really notice the changes. But seeing side-by-side um, -side photographs from now versus three months ago, he looks like he de-aged 10 years. And I love that for him. Um, there were a couple of things that he's that he said, um, but I, I don't want to like paraphrase. So I'm just going to direct quote it. I have it here. Um, uh, I'll try to get through without getting emotional because this is this is real, real shit to me. Um, he says, sometimes we try to pretend that these scars aren't there, but these are the scars we should be proud of. Those are the scars that tell our story. Those are the scars that give us strength. And those are the scars that make us the people that we are. And I just, I, th I thought it was really, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting choked up. Um, really just really important stuff because there are human beings, real human beings behind the characters that we see on TV every week. They have lives, they have struggles and, um, to see these people who portray larger than life, stronger than than most characters, be real and be vulnerable is just, I think that's necessary uh, to put out there for people to kind of get a scope of why it's so important to be open-minded and to not be an asshole online and just know that these are this is real life. And I'm so proud of Mox for for taking those steps to better his life and to 
do it for himself and for his wife and for his kid. And I think that's absolutely admirable and 100% to be commended. So I could go on forever, but it, it really resonated with me and it meant a lot. So good for Moxley. Well said. And, and you are somebody who's been a Moxley fan the longest that I know, right? You were yeah. a big fan of him before he even signed with WWE. And he was John Moxley and CZW and stuff. So how was it for you being a long-term Moxley fan, you know, being a family man yourself, having kids? And, you know, having a wife, like how, what, how did you take that promo? So it, it spoke to me on so many different levels because um, <clears throat> anyone who knows my personal life, the last year was the probably the worst year of my personal life, losing my brother and battling mental illness and, and depression and and stuff that has changed in me where um, before I kind of let shit slide, like I always took the high road and now I'm like angry and I'm lashing out because even with the people I love, the people I don't love, like my way of dealing with things has become that if you if I feel backed in the corner, I'm going to attack you and make you feel this big because that's how I feel. And it that promo to me really like brought out of me like that I need to to change because that that is a weakness and while that weakness exists, you can get better. Like you can be better. Like my mental health can be better. I can be a better person. So it spoke to me on that level where I just want to try to be a better person. And we all have scars. We all have demons. And I love that he said nobody's perfect because in this culture where everyone tries to have this shiny record of being perfect, nobody is perfect. We've all said stuff, done stuff, you know, that we regret that we didn't mean to, that we set out of anger, that we hurt somebody. And he, you know, being a father, he probably felt like he was hurting his family. And that's the last thing you want to do. So I commend him on getting better. And I think we can all get better. And I think that's what I took out of this promo is like, just because that dark cloud is over you, no matter what it could be, like mine might be my mental health and my anger. You can fight that demon and, and come out the other side. And you you have the battle scar, but it's there to remind you, you know, what you left behind. So I think that that promo was just so great. And and on the wrestling side of things, like, I can't fucking wait to see him back in action because beforehand he was just trying to run through everybody like he was murdering people. And I hope they keep that going. I hope they keep it going where he's just destroying people. Yeah. And um. I think one of the crazy things and people were kind of posting before and after pictures and it's something that it's hard to kind of visualize it unless there's actually a picture where you can look side by side. And that's, you know, people think like alcohol is such a thing that like so many people drink and it's such like a casual thing, a social thing. Yeah. It's hard to kind of explain to people um, what alcoholism could do to some people. Right. And we see the picture of Moxley at the end of November and then we see the picture of him returning last night. And you see how skinny he looks in the face and how, how much healthier he looks. And just, I don't know. It, it's just something to me that's the just blood like, pressure is down. That's the thing, like the health wise, like he's yeah. not red. Like, he was red before. He's mm -hmm. not red. Like he, he was red. Skin. His face was like super round. Yeah, he looked like bloating out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looked weird. But Kyle, with all that being said and everything, Jackie Ann said, what did this promo also mean for you? I mean, they nailed it on the head. I can't say anything else. I can't say anything much that they've already touched base on mental health wise. It, like mental health is 
number one, it should be always be number one in people's lives, regardless of anything that's happening. Your mental health is key to you having a happy life and a healthy life. And I'm so glad what I'll say is I'm so glad that he got the help that he needed and seek the help that he needed. He chose by himself to do it as well. He wasn't forced. No one dragged him into it. He is the one that came out and said, I need help. I'm going to go leave and get that help. And I love how <coughs> Tony Khan and AW helped them. You know, they did whatever they want. You want to leave for X amount of time, take as much time as you need. There's literally no rush. Go get healthy and go get into the the best mental side that you can be. And look what happened. Those side by side. Isn't this what we love about this company though? And I don't mean to cut you off, but like, it's not even just that, right? Like that's huge, but it's like, you're injured. You don't have to come to work. We're not going to put you in a ladder match. Like we're not going to throw you into matches when you're sick. Like Miro's hurt. Miro's out. You know what I mean? Like take time, heal your body. Like that, that alone makes me love this company. It's like, they, fucking actually care about their yeah. performers and like they care like we care like i remember when punk was really hurt and he was wrestling that the ladder match against ryback moxley and i'm like too. moxley was one of them he had that elbow but, thing you know, right you know, yeah moxley's elbow the staff infection almost killed him but they kept trotting them out there and it's like care about these people that are making you your millions of dollars mm-hmm. like they're they're people and i personally think that that's why this company is going to continue to be the best like honestly because they have people in the front office that allow these things to you happen said it. they care that's the big if moxley right needed nine months yeah Khan yeah. doesn't bat an eye yeah. he goes okay and he probably paid him yeah right like and, and the cool thing is it's not only just they're given the time off right it's they're given the time off with no worry about losing their spot right moxley didn't all of a sudden come back and be like a deer in headlights and be f- doing something that maybe he wouldn't have been doing before like um you know the way he ended the promo with so much fire with so much passion um you know saying the things he said you can see them throwing him right back in the main event scene and he doesn't have to worry i mean i know using him is a bad example because he is a main eventer he's always going to be in the main event but just in regards like you know like kip sabian's been out for so long mm-hmm. right and you know when that guy comes back whatever plans that they had probably with him and Miro before it, it's most likely going to go back into that. We see the same thing with Darius Martin, right? He's been out for over a year now. We see the same thing with Anna Jay, and they're just picking right back off. And it's like, whether it's injury or you need personal time or something, your storylines and the way Tony Khan kind of views you as a talent doesn't change. It just gets moved, right? We, we talk about the hangman thing from last year, right? He was probably going to win the belt at All Out. He goes to have a kid. He ends up winning it at full gear. We still get the end of that story. Everything that we're going to do doesn't change. It just, they adjust, which is what's like, so look, great about like, AW. Perfect example. Lance Archer almost breaks his neck on live TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He comes back with the roster totally different. Mm-hmm. Right? You have different top guys, and they go, no, Lance Archer was a key component to what we were doing before. He's going to come back as a key component of what we're doing now. And mm-hmm. Jake the Snake, same thing. Jake has been out. Last night, Jake's with him. It's like, they don't penalize you for things happening. Like, like Phil said, they adapt. Look, they've added now uh, Dan Lambert into it, which he gels so well with that group. So, like, they... Well, they, it puts... It, it, it Again, and we talked about this last week, it takes that asshole thing out of him where he's, like, not being a sexist 
misogynistic pig. And now he's actually just being a wrestling manager with history behind him and yeah. facts. And it's like, if you brought him in like this, maybe I tolerate him a little bit more, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a great way to look at it. And I see Fangy in the chat saying also with Trent, right? Trent's been injured like three, four times uh, where he's missed a lot of time. And every time he comes back, it's like, let's pick right up. Right. He had the great match with Adam Cole last week. You know, they're, they're really booking the best friends as a group, as a full faction stable, as really great, no matter who gets injured or who has to have time off, whatever. So you definitely love to see that. But speaking of the best friends, uh, let's go to the one of the most fun matches we're probably going to see all year. Definitely one of the most fun matches we've seen in the last few months. And it's cool because it's a mixed tag match. We don't see a lot of that in AEW, but when we do see it, it's a lot of fun. And of course, that's Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them for having one of the coolest shirt designs oh, on Shop AEW right <laughs> so now, good. where it says DMD Baby, which is Bebe. awesome. Versus Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. And this match was just pure fun. This, oh, to so me, good. this opening match was exactly what pro wrestling is for the masses, right? There was a little bit of everything. You see great moves, you see great storytelling, you see great entertainment from the very, very beginning of the match to the very, very end with the Britt Baker going through the table spot, the Adam Cole face that Kyle was laughing hysterically oh, while we were watching the it. Best. So I'm going to start with you, Kyle. <laughs> How did you like this first match? That camera work, I was yelling about it in our in our live time we were watching the show. I'm like, that camera work is gold, and they're going panning back to Britt and Adam looking at each other from across the stage with like the mm -hmm. same face. Uh, that was like the perfect moment of the whole match. But I swear to God, I think the ladies stole the match for me. Like, we've seen Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy go at it already, but I think the story here was Statlander and, and Britt Baker, I think, stole the match in my eyes. They had an exceptional match together. And this is a, a, a mixed tag match where I'm okay if they ever do this in AW because clearly they've shown now that they can do mixed tag matches and do it the, the correct way. We're so used to other companies doing them and not being so great. AW's nailed it with every mixed tag match that they've done. So this was another one that was hit out of the park. Great way to have your first match be this one. And um, I was very impressed. I was very, very impressed by this match. And I, I honestly do think that Statlander and Britt were the story of this match. And they did such a great job. Um, I'm just curious. I'm just very curious on how the story is going to go um, from here. Like I know, well, we're getting that the lights out match at Beach yeah. Break next week between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy, which yeah, is really cool. Bash at the beach a week away. Let's go! <laughs> because it's Slam. really cool because um, Orange Cassidy being in this type of match is not something that we've ever gotten. Right? We we've mm -hmm. seen him in like the arcade anarchies where it's like a fun version of a hardcore match, or you know, we've seen him in the Mimosa match with Jericho, which yet again a, a fun version of a match. It's not like like, this is a serious rivalry. It's a yep. blood feud. It, there's a lot of stakes. There's a lot of craziness. And maybe this is where Adam Cole gets his first loss. Well, actually, it won't count because it's a lights-out match. So it doesn't yep, matter. Even if Cole, it's unsanctioned. So There if he is loses, no way Adam Cole loses at Laguna Beach. No way. <laughs> it, it's not. It's a lights-out match. It, I don't can't care. He it. doesn't it won't lose. Count. He don't lose on his now. record. Oh, insider no. Kimmy, man, you're getting my hope. Don't get my hopes up. I'm hoping for that next week. <laughs> that would be really cool, Kimmy. Yeah. Kimmy in the chat saying I, that uh, she's insider Kimmy to us now. She's insider. Oh, Kimmy. insider Kimmy yeah. is saying that because uh, she's friends Rebel with everybody. Yeah. She works for every company in the world. She's a popular girl, that Kimmy. Yeah, but oh. yeah, with, with, for people who aren't watching live, 
on Twitch, uh, a certain rebel heart may come out. That's her uh, name. Her nickname is Dirt Sheet Kimmy. Dirt Sheet Kimmy. Dirt Sheet Kimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's definitely something to really look. Hey, Kimmy Raw Sap. Even though it's beach break, it is in Cleveland, which is like they want to pop us. Have have Adam Cole celebrating. Johnny Gargano come out and stare down. Oh my God, the fucking ovation that would happen would be unreal but now talking well actually yeah what'd you think i mean the, I, tag I, I loved it i loved it again chris statlander i think we talked about this on saturday i think chris statlander is just again star looks like a star right yeah, since he's coming Baker, back from injury just insane and Britt baker's been yeah. unbelievable right Britt baker's been unreal um won a lot of awards pwi like she she's she is your face of your company and like again, f- so good at finding the camera. Adam Cole is unbelievable, and I got to give props to Orange Cassidy. This is the spot that I like him in because it was like a, he, when he had to get serious, and you're seeing him get more serious against Adam Cole, which I really appreciate the development because you know it was hilarious when he's kicking Brit because he's not really kicking her, right? So he's mm-hmm. not really like touching her. But then you see him get aggressive with Adam Cole, and you're like, okay. Now I'm buying into Orange Cassidy. Like when he gets pissed off, something changes and he can fight, right? And he's actually good. But then he has the funny thing where he just falls off the apron. So it's like a mixture. It's yeah. like a, it's like a beautiful disaster. But that's the spot that I like him. And yes, he's talented. Again, everyone says I hate Orange Cassidy. I don't. I don't want him in the main event scene. This is the scene I want him <laughs> in. This is where I enjoy him. This is where he shines is in these moments. Um, and I think obviously. At at um beach beach brawl, um that's gonna be beach slam. the beach slam, um at beach ball mania. Sorry, he's beach. gonna tap into something we haven't seen from Orange Cassidy. I think that's gonna start a character development where you can take him a little bit more serious. But I do think Adam Cole drops him on his head a couple times because uh they're gonna build Adam Cole up to be that number one contender, and it's gonna start with Orange Cassidy. You know he's gonna dismantle. Him. Yeah, but Jackie, what did you think before we move on? To- I yeah, thought the match was great. Um, I am actually a big advocate for more intergender uh, type matches happening going forward. I know that they have to tread very lightly because there's a lot of mixed opinions about it. So the mixed uh, tag match seems to be a good way to kind of dip the, uh, the, the proverbial toe in the water and just test it out. And this was a really fun way to do it. Um, I love Britt Baker and Adam Cole just like straight up dirty healing it up uh, for those first moments of the match where they're doing the fast tags in and out to each other, playing the mind games. Um, one thing that strikes me every time that there's an interaction between these uh, these guys is Chris Statlander looks like she really wants to fight Adam Cole. Um, <laughs> they're, they, they have those moments where they get the stare downs and, you know, Adam Cole's like, you can't fight me. You got to go tag orange. And she's like, not backing down. And she's like, no, you want to fight? Let's go. And I just, I love that about Chris Salander. She has no chill. She has no back down um, in her. So I, I would be very curious to see if they continue to play up on that because they did put some focus into it. Um, we know that there's the Chris and Brit thing going on, but then there's the Chris and Layla Hirsch thing going on. So it's just it's kind of seems like it's, on the road. I'm about to say there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of like intermingling of feuds happening here. But you know, for what it was, it was a great way to open, especially after like 
you know, how deep and meaningful the, the Moxley speech was in the beginning to transition to something like this is a really good way to bring the crowd back up and, and get them lively. And they did a phenomenal job with it. Yeah. And, and from that to another thing that was a phenomenal job that uh, really got the wrestling world talking, we, we kind of mentioned it in the beginning of the show when we talked about Cody Rhodes free agency, but mm. you know, I don't want to wait anymore. We got to talk about this Cody Rhodes promo. Um, yeah. He brings the ladder out and, and cuts a very, I, I don't know if it's really a heel promo. I, he cut a very interesting promo. Breaking and I think the it's fourth so, wall? Probably? He broke the fourth wall. And I think it's it's very funny how, I mean, to use a word from Brian Danielson, how fickle wrestling fans are, right? And, fickle. And how yeah. You can see how the greats really can have them in the palm of their hand. Whether you like them or hate them, they can make you cheer or boo them almost seamlessly whenever they want, right? And you saw when the promo starts, Cody Rhodes is getting booed out the building. He's getting There's shut, no the, shut fuck the fuck up chance. Yeah. Right? They They're absolutely not letting him were. talk. And midway through that promo, they were cheering for him. And they were clapping because the words that he was saying, they know come from a real place. They 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 know it's it's said with passion and love and and all this stuff. And then at the end, of course, when he, you know, he gets into the more of the character stuff and what he's doing going forward in the storyline, then the crowd starts to boo him again. But um, Jackie, I'm gonna start with you right away. What did you think of this Cody Rhodes promo? Cody, when he gets into that zone and he's cutting those like really intense promos, um, he just knocks it out of the park. Now, I know that there's been a lot of um, dissension in the crowd in, in regards to how people are receiving him, but Cody didn't tell a single lie during that promo. Um, there were times where he called back to, he's like, you know, the forbidden door has become such a, a buzzword nowadays. Like everybody's talking about the forbidden door, people like, you know, jump and ship all over the place. He's like, but before there was that forbidden door, I built the damn forbidden door. And he's, I mean, let's be real here. Does AEW exist if Cody Rose doesn't leave no. WWE no. and take that bet Absolutely from Dave not. Meltzer and, you know, put the work in at all in. And it's like, so, Everything that you are enjoying now about having this alternative to WWE is because Cody Rhodes took that step. It's not to say that he didn't have help along the way. And obviously, in, you know, you can have the greatest idea in the world, but if you don't have the talent, you know, there to back you up and, and to execute it, then it flops. Sure, everybody plays their role. But somebody has to be the catalyst. And in this in this realm, Cody Rhodes was that catalyst. So when he goes out there and he starts spitting facts, people have no choice but to cheer him because it's the truth. And this is why I can't stand the fact that like, okay, boo the character, but, but respect the dude for what he's done and the work that he's put in. Because again, if it wasn't for Cody making those steps, you don't get AEW like you have it today. So. And people forget it. Right. And he mentions in his promo to kind of build on what you're saying is like, you know, I'm, I'm sure other wrestlers, when they left companies, made lists and, and posted them online. But, like, Cody made that mainstream, yeah. right? Especially for someone like me who was so just WWE-focused, who who barely kind of looked outside of what other companies are doing. You know, Cody Rhodes is, is took his, his name welcome, and his popularity. Yeah, thank You're you. <laughs> So he and he makes that list and then he's everywhere, right? He's fighting Kurt Angle at Northeast Wrestling. He's fighting in Japan. He's fighting on in TNA at the time. Uh he's all over the place, right? Nope. He's in ring, yep. he's Ring of Honor champion at one point. And it's just it's cool to see that um 
Was he the Ring of Honor champion, or did I dream? He was. He, he had the, and he put it into a ring. ring. He had the so literal ring. ring of honor. Remember Rob so was kissing the let's ring? Let's think yeah, about yeah. that. Rob, maybe, we love you. Maybe there's no MJF ring without that ever happening. <laughs> but, it's, it, but it all builds, right? Sure, yeah. it, it all builds. If if Cody doesn't leave the way that he does and use his high-profile name to take, you know, indie famous and international famous Bullet Club and get them on mainstream fans like me, right? Who didn't know, who knew of them, but didn't know what they were doing and making me, cause like, and we joke around all the time, but it's like, what Bullet Club era are you? Are you the hot tub, uh, hot tub, hot topic? Are you the uh, hot tub stream? Yeah. yeah, are you the hot tub? <laughs> the hot tub are you the hot topic era? Bullet Club Ooh, era? Gals in his hot tub every night? Yeah. <laughs> I got into Bullet Club when they started getting their stuff in hot topic cause it became more mainstream. But with that forbidden door being kicked down by Cody, it created all this. So what do you think, Ant? Um, Cody Rhodes is when he has something to say and he has some passion behind it. <clears throat> I put him up there as the best promo in pro wrestling. Um, <clears throat> the passion is not fake. Nothing he said came off forced. He truly believes it because it's true. He's speaking facts to people. Now, I get why you hate the character, but nobody works harder than this man. I promise you behind the scenes, like he is one of the reasons why AEW is successful. He is one of the reasons why AEW exists, right? He was the mastermind. And then he had the talent with the Bucks, Hangman and Kenny on his side to say, let's start this. But what is Phil Jackson without Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? But let's flip it. What is Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan without Phil Jackson and I always said that Cody is the Phil Jackson of this he's not the star he was never meant to be the star he was meant to put this together and facilitate it to win and that's exactly what Cody Rhodes has done he's kicked down forbidden doors he's really elevated younger town even though he's winning sometimes he's elevated younger town he's tried to put young guys over we know the go-go thing was a mess he said it was a mess right but look at Sammy Guevara now like Sammy versus Cody in a ladder match is going to steal the show. Like it is going to be phenomenal. And Cody can sell a big match better than anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Cody. I wasn't even a Nick Aldis fan. And I was so excited for the NWA championship at all in. Right. Because Cody Rhodes sold that match mm-hmm. so well. And plus, is Cody perfect. is at not only selling the match, but selling the importance of that TNT title. I when do want Cody to has up. that title and he yep. cuts the promo, he's like, this is the main event title. Like, he says it we all the time. We don't have mid-titles here. Yeah, we don't have mid-card titles mm-hmm. here. Like, it is just as important on a different level than the world title is, especially with his connection with Brody Lee and how much that company yeah. still to this oh, day. I, lo- I love the Brody line, too, by the way. Yeah, when he, oh, he's mm. talking oh, about no. Brody King having the balls to come in his company. What do they call then- Gunther McGillicuddy? Yeah, Something. that was. I think that was more Gunner. of a shot to what them changing Walter's name. I don't yeah. think he actually yes. is pissed at Met, Brody for McGill keeping that Cuddy. name because Brody King was oh, Brody yeah. King before yeah. he came to AEW. I think he just said, but but it was his point that they keep yeah. their names, and he's going to have to answer to Brody's son. In, yeah, you know, when in he, another when eight years. Yeah, another eight years. There's one thing I want to point out, and I'm going to kick it to Kyle. I love that he was speaking passion, and then he stopped and he turned his head like that, and it was like back to character and we all picked up on that like as soon as he turned his head you're like okay cody rhodes is now back to his character not speaking the you know the revolution talk now he's back to trying to get people to boo him again so 
I love that he's just like you said, Phil. It's it's like they come out, they boo the shit out of him, they cheer him, they boo him, they cheer him. They they don't know what they want to do with him because I think people are cheering the man Cody Rhodes but booing the character. Well, but he's it's playing it's it similar. on such a line, you know what I mean? And I mean, this shows at the level that Cody Rhodes is because this like dual chance in yep. recent history, it's been John Cena and now it's Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yep. So now you're putting Cody Rhodes in there. And, and I think that it's not <laughs> that people hate Cody Rhodes. It's just a cool thing. to hate Cody Rhodes, right? Yep. If, if you take away wrestling Twitter and we're just back to being fans again, and we're going to these shows with our friends to have a good time. And it's not about being famous. It's not about getting on camera. It's not about saying stupid shit on Twitter to get a bunch of impressions or likes or retweets or whatever. It's just watching the show people would like Cody because the very second Cody turns heel, they cheer because that's what the crowd wants. Similar to Roman. Roman, Roman turns heel. Now the most loves popular person in, in WWE. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, it's, I don't think it's going to be a big difference if Cody went heel. I think it'd be the same reaction. There'd be people that would love it. Then there's some people that hate them going heel. Like the people that are cheering him right now. I think you get the same. Well, the people no who what. love him, who would be mad that he goes heel. They wouldn't be the fact that people love Cody Rhodes. Like I'm not going to, be upset that he went heel because I'm just gonna. All right, cool. He's a cool heel now. I still like him. I still love Brian Danielson. He's a heel. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I I get what he's doing, and I get what you're saying, Phil. It's like any reactions, good reaction, especially when it's split like that. Because you've heard it. You've heard all the great say. It. Stone Cold says it. If they're making noise, that yeah. means you got them right. If you come out, if Cody came out, and everyone was like crickets <laughs> but my favorite thing is if we all revert back to when he was released well let's all revert all the way back let's hit the rewind how many people tweet it that guy should have been world champion mm-hmm. now those same people are going i don't want him touching the aew world champion he's not even tnt championship bro you just tweeted that he should have been world champion in wwe like four years ago people don't know what they want the bottom line. <laughs> but kyle what do you Fickle. think of this promo um I thought it was good. I don't think it was when he said it was pipe bomb. Like he was like bringing up the CM Punk thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know if he should have said that because um, it, it it wasn't pipe bomb level. You're breaking some fourth walls there, but I mean, I I don't want to make it sound me, but I saw through the bullshit quote unquote because I I honestly thought it was fugazi from the start. This whole contract, I'm wrestling without a contract 100%. thing, so I'm like, okay, so I see what he's trying to do now. And it goes back, and I go back to what Ann said. This guy was the structure for this company, and he continues to be because, like I said, he continues to be backstage every show with Tony Khan and Gorilla producing the show with Tony Khan every show. So this mm-hmm. guy is the glue in the mold for this company. He's the one that bought this, brought this company together. Wouldn't be no AW without Cody Rhodes, and he continues to put in the work now. Even as his company is taken off, he continues to put in the work behind the scenes. So, um, yep. I thought it was a fantastic promo. You know, I can't wait for their match next week. I kind of feel like he's going to win next week. And he's going to continue with that that, uh, that TNT belt. Uh, sucks for Sammy, but Sammy's good on his own. I really don't think Sammy Cabrera needs a belt right now. He's well, right now with the, the implosion of the inner yeah. circle happening soon, this yeah. is it's. Yeah, so. that seems to be where they're going with that. So, mm, yeah, I, I couldn't agree yay. more. And, and Which is good for all of us because. Not that we, not that we hate the people in the inner circle. We're just tired of that group being a thing. We need something different. We Give need it a something rest. new. But from <laughs> yeah, oh my god, take a break. From something that the internet had very crazy opinions on to something that my man Kyle had a lot of words to say, and that is oh, 
Sean Spears versus CM Punk. Now, Kyle, I'm starting off with you. We were very shocked as a team, Uh, as friends, that that match went as short as it did. But as you, as the Sean Spears guy, how did you feel watching your boy go out that quickly? I'll I'll be the first one to eat my words. I was talking a lot of crap on Twitter. I'm like, here we go. CM Punk better get his first loss in AEW. Sure enough, he loses in two seconds. I quote retweet myself. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, they did him dirty, man. No way this guy should be losing that. I, I don't care if it's CM Punk. He should have lost that amount of time. That was a little bogus. Like, come on. And it's on. funny, too, because like later on in the night, uh, a match that we're not really talking about because I didn't really talk about, it, but Archer and Kazarian get what so much What are you much talking time. about? There's nothing to talk. The Elite Hunter died and we didn't even acknowledge this? No, we're just moving yeah, on. Yeah, his heavy favorite wrestler died, rebel? guys. He's the heavy metal it's, it's rebel. A, it's an a Bring back the elite hunter. Now now who's gonna come out in a black hood and make us think it's someone important? Sting. He's he's being yeah. now Ant's being fickle. He's doing the, the Cody thing we were just talking about I where want, it's like, oh that guy should have been a champion. Hunter. No, we don't he's want him like this. He was just... a world champion material. He should have beat Kenny Omega. It's just yeah. weird though. Oh, like the they gave Spears a whole video package and it was like yep. intense. It was they a beautiful a video. Entrance. The entrance, the entrance was longer than the match. And I'm like, the entrance is so cool. They gave him a GTS and that was it. I'm like, what? Oh, I was that was. Oh my god, that, that was, was wild. I, I had nothing else to say. I was over. I looked over for one second and it was like, boom, it's over. And I'm like, are you freaking for real right now? And this is where I want to do my first weekly shout out to Carrie. Carrie, yeah, because we, the second di- we got that match on last week's dynamite to see or carry carry was like this is what's gonna happen i guarantee you they're gonna hype this up and spears is gonna lose in like five seconds like i she's like i just feel like this is gonna happen and this is why we all think that carrie works i was for gonna AW. say can she just come out and admit that she's booking yeah. the damn show i want to just uh call out to she's something that my uh my brother nate pulled it pulled up in the chat he said it was so cool that not only did the squash make punk look good but it made wardlow look good because sean spears always thinks he's better than wardlow yet wardlow destroyed punk still and i'm that's like true. that's an interesting I don't care interesting little tidbit don't care nate i don't care. Well, wardlow, no. wardlow oh. in two seconds is not fair that was the shortest facial... aw match ever wardlow's was it really expressions when he was behind MJF, by the way, wow, perfect. The oh, way he was looking at yet. MJF, I was like, he is going to kill him. And it's cool because they're they're they added this element with docking Wardlow's pay that kind of extends the storyline, right? Because now mm-hmm. they're talking about him uh, winning the face of the revolution match to get a shot at the TNT title. So he's going in that direction while MJF is trying to get in the world title picture with this feud with Punk. So we're kind of getting a little separation, which remember, we've said it multiple times for multiple weeks. This Wardlow MJF story is a new Hangman and Kenny. So don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Buckle down. It might be another year of this. Like they are going to long play the hell out of this until we are begging as fans for Warlow to turn babyface and attack begging, MJF. But I guess I'm going to be begging for another year. I'm begging, begging. No, I hate that. So that guy's <laughs> voice is the raspiest yeah, voice I've ever heard in my entire like, It's like butt rock pop. Like, I'm begging. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, any any uh, any final thoughts on uh, Spears and Punk? Wow, I didn't even get kicked to as the Punk guy. I even get kicked to as the what punk. What are you talking about? Thought. This match is the too short. It was too short. I'm getting I'm so, upset to give you the chance. So I had something that lasted two seconds. Nine months later, I have something that's going to cost me for 18 years. 
Hold up, Isaac. We're not talking about the past. Shh. Oh my god. Go away, Isaac. All right, here we go. CM Punk is great. I love CM Punk. This was a fucking huge opportunity to let Sean Spears shine because Sean Spears hasn't had a big match in a while, and you took that away from him, and I think that's very unfair to Sean Spears. Punk winning, I get it. It builds the stories, but man, people forget how good Sean Spears is. Just like we forgot how good he was on the microphone. I was actually tuned in. Besides Mox, Punk versus Spears is like what I was looking forward to the most, and it was over, like in three seconds. So, I don't know. Anybody just... in chat who's watching live, is that is it official? Was that officially the shortest AEW match? I mean, I would assume so. Or maybe if it was a Wardlow right match. Now, can on you Dark? think of anything that was shorter than that? A Wardlow match on Dark? no, absolutely not. Yeah, that was quick. Really that match was quick. The bell rung. He got up in the GTS like right away, and then one, two, three. That's definitely the yeah quickest because match. like. I was going to say with Wardlow, you know, like usually his signature is the power bomb. Like even that takes a little more time to like get somebody up and then, you know, like do the whole well, dramatic in dark. You know, he wasn't doing on the, the power chest bomb. And like before when I, he was wrestling in, in like last year during dark, he was doing that turnbuckle where he held the guy's move. head up yeah. and then he like need him in the face. Oh yeah. But it kind of nicks that because it's probably killing these, people. <laughs> these are moves that take time to execute properly. So it's like, I could see how this match because the GTS like punk, gets people up so uh, you know so quickly that yeah i can see this being the fastest match for spears i think he deserved he deserved better so fangy in the chat saying the shortest match to date was john moxley defeating alex reynolds in five seconds stop it really yeah <laughs> then how long oh, was last yeah, night's match i feel like that right. was five seconds <laughs> i mean yeah it, it's something but to definitely look Spears into not have twitter because they because you said he tweeted he uh crossface costume what's, what's his Twitter. name at Sean Spears. Nope, he deleted it. There's no way. I swear to God. There's no way he deleted Twitter. So. Yeah, it's possible. Man. You, you don't know all this crazy stuff. But <laughs> no. another match that I want to talk about. Oh. Another match that I want to talk about oh, that got a lot of hype and a lot of buzz around it was the Varsity Blondes versus the debuting House of Black. And I just want to shout out that oh, new man. theme song. How fucking epic was that and i want to start with you this time you are the rock guy you love all this type of crazy yeah. music what did you think of this theme song and then the match i like it i like it a lot better than lights out like i like that song <laughs> but like this to me felt like more of an entrance song right it's weird i can't describe it like malachi's song never felt like an entrance song especially after the great song he had coming from WWE NXT. That song was amazing. So now he gets this song, and I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know if Ruckus did it, but... No, nah, it was a band. Is it? I want to know what band it is, because he uses, like, Code Orange and stuff like that. Yeah, it I was think it was a band. Super, I think Brody, Brody King uh, tweeted it out. Brody King's in a band, so it might have been Brody King's band. Oh, there you go. He Isn't looks Brody like he King, be in a band. Yeah, Brody King's the lead singer of a band. So... Yeah, I, um, it's unfair. It's, it's Brody's. Yo, band. you can't you can't be a lead singer of a band if you're that fucking tall. Leave something for short people. Like you can't be like he's the fucking... dude. Wow. He's the dude that's like motherfuckers open this pit up, and then he gets in it and he wrecks his fans. Yeah, the dude's like, like fucking kind of six dude. seven, yeah. bro. No, you're not. You can't be that big <laughs> and be a lead singer. Like, like it's bad enough as a Rest lead singer. You're also gonna be fucking uh, towering over your bandmates. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. That match was fucking dope, though. I'm telling you, that they, I knew I was like Malachi can doesn't need a title, bro. Give them the tag belts like now, 
Sorry. Oh, Listen, so now good. with the injury to the Lucha Bros, and, and they're saying Phoenix will probably be out for like a month or two. Yep. We don't know what's going to happen in the tag division Julia's and what direction it's going to go. Music? Was it? I didn't hear Julia's voice in the intro music. There was a, a woman's voice in the... Well, they just the released earth. a shirt. Shout out to uh, our boy Ghostless, right? They just released a shirt on Malachi's uh, clothing line. And it looks like it's like a three-headed skull. Like a three-headed devil skull, I want to say. So I wonder if there's that third member. Like, if you well, look no, there at, is a third member. That's like the, look. No, the third member is happening. It, that's confirmed because of the picture he put out, and it was him, and then the two people under him. So it's, like, it's definitely Julia Hart, though, right? Because like they keep saying, "Why are you acting weird?" Like that's gonna play out. But now, I mean, yeah. Pack is involved. Yeah, Kyle still thinks Pack's still fucking, on that train. You, no, but not he's getting not. Off. Not getting off. He literally is daredevil, and he's they're like, gonna oh, They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna swerve you. They're gonna no, Isaiah no. swerve Scott you. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he literally. Did you see Malachi? Malachi yelling oh, at the green. Yeah. Like that. No. Like that's the next feud. It's gonna be fire. Like I've never been so invested in Pack in my life. Like I am so Pop in on this shit. And I hope like he's like he like wears contacts. I know he took it off last night, and like you can see his eyes just staring. But I wanted him to almost have like these white contacts, like he can't see at all. Mm -hmm. I thought it would have been so dope. And he fights like Daredevil. He's a great lawyer. Give me Wyatt. Wyatt, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Wyndham, if he comes, wouldn't join the House of Black. He'd have to be a leader nah. or something. Yeah, he'd be he'd be doing his own thing. But Jackie, what did you think of this segment, the match, and and even if you want to talk about the Pac stuff that followed it? Oh God, what a hell of an introduction with for this tag team, man. They are such a great unit. They both have that very aggressive, heavy striking style, and I freaking love it. Um, I love the the little touch of the honoring the House of Black when they came down oh to the ring. Oh, my God, yes. Shada. Oh, my God. Yes. It's just like there's so many, like, just inject this into my freaking veins. And that's the little things, to cut you off for one second, that's the yeah. little things as wrestling fans – because I've started to notice it more and more that we kind of are watching these uh, episodes every week together. Like somebody picks up on everything that happens, mm -hmm. uh, which one of us it is. It's different every time. But um, if you're listening to this, pay attention to the way Justin Roberts interviews or uh, introduces people. Right. Mm -hmm. And he did a great episode of Unrestricted a few months ago where he talks about how every performer, he tries to do something a little different to kind of make them stand out. And just like Jackie said, to say honoring the House of Black as an it's just so cool because automatically it's different and it feels like i know people like dark lord is a cult but like this feels like a cult like an actual real life cult yeah love our cult. yeah cult. and it's like rather than saying nice you know oh my god rather than saying representing the house of black you know there's something like just dark and eerie about the honor, honor in the house of yeah. black and uh you know and malachi at the you know at the conclusion of the match turning to the crowd and saying like members of the house of black like yeah. rise Please and you rise. see everybody getting up on their damn feet um and then for them to do that and then transition into that pack of vignette was just it's such great detailed storytelling good shit oh no not that <laughs> it's um, good shit did you see the size of them wow look at those tattoos oh is that oh. a devil on your back or are you just happy to see me insider information uh for the people that are listening now 
that is the one thing that these guys do that will literally make my skin crawl. So they do it on purpose because they know that that shit gets to me. And it's just it's like, like, oh, I feel like, shit, I, 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 feel like I need one. like a shower to cleanse myself after that because it's just so gross. Mm, I'm ready, Trish. <laughs> but to put a little bow on, on, on my piece of this, I am very in, intrigued to see where they're going to go. They keep on, you know, digging little subtle hints at this Julia Hart potential turn. I think she'll be next pack. I'm sorry, Kyle. I just, somebody's got to go against these guys. Now I'll be the first one to freaking, like I always say that I'm going to like PayPal you 20 bucks if you're right. Because I don't see he never is right. But, so that's you know. why you have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for that's making why me your broke. savings account has a lot of money. Why zero. you tease me with money? What's wrong with you? Look, it, it's yeah, all right. You set him twenty dollars American money. He can maybe buy an egg say, tomorrow buy... for three bucks. Sell <laughs> that conversion. But uh, no, it's just it's really exciting stuff. Love the dark elements that they're doing with Malachi and Brody. So can't wait to see what they do next. And fingers crossed, if nothing short notice comes up, I should be meeting Malachi Black this weekend. And your girl is hyped. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I know your brother's a big fan, so I'm happy for him to get a meeting. I know we mentioned Ghostless earlier, like it's his time meeting him. So, um, a very big event, if people don't know, in the Poughkeepsie, New York area at WrestleFest. I don't know what number it is. It doesn't matter. There's a ton of wrestlers <laughs> there. WrestleFest Wrestle six. yes! You got Malachi Black, you got Thunder Rosa, um, you got and a bunch of other people. Jay Lethal's there. Uh, Eddie Kingston was supposed to be there. Something I should have probably said in the beginning of the show. Eddie Kingston got hurt during the dark tapings. Um, yeah. He should be out for a few weeks, which Shout sucks. Shout out to Eddie. We love Eddie Kingston. Yeah, we love Eddie. We, stay, we uh, stand so, Eddie. Um, we definitely do. hope everything's good and, and you get back soon. But, I mean, the cool thing is we kind of get a little bit of a break from him and Jericho, even though it was picking up steam in the right way. But let's see what happens with this inner circle stuff. I think it's going to be... Very interesting. But and this is just on, a little side note on that feud. People can tell with Just for Men Joe. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's Kyle, sure any last words on uh, the House of Black versus Varsity Blondes? Uh, I love it. They're squashing, moving on to bigger and better things. Obviously, they're moving on to Pac. Um, still going to be on that. I'm not getting off the train just yet. I kind of th- There's something in the back of my okay. mind. It's just, I really do think that he's going to join eventually. But he's going to be one of the members of the House of Black. I'm not getting off that train. Um, but I love the whole entrance. It was but, awesome. The new entrance theme. But the new entrance but. theme was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, was great. The whole aesthetic of it was awesome. Um, like the light, the level when the lights turned off and they came back on, like Malachi was in his in his pose and, you know, Brody King was hovering above him and holds the mask up. And they zoom in on the Yo, mask. Brody looks great. like he's about to, like, rob someone, bro. He's got the steam yeah. mask on, <laughs> the chain so cool. on. God damn! Oh, I'm I'm so excited for the, the the future of the House of Black, and like you said, the the aesthetics of it, even like Justin Roberts saying like honoring the House of Black, it goes a long way with presenting something like this. So it was awesome. Love, and it's all Malachi's movie. mind. That's what I love. Yep. This is all yeah, from yeah. Mal. Every interview you hear, I wish, I wish I was going to meet Malachi this weekend because I was supposed to be away for my work convention, but then it got canceled because COVID. So I could have went, but now I can't. Um, Jackie, damn do you, you, do damn you remember you the tweet? I think it was either Jackie or Aunt that uh, the tweet that Nyla Rose put out about what Malachi and uh, Brody look like. Remember? Oh, I read that oh. one out. Oh, it was oh, like, were, uh, 
They look like the 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 wall on a tattoo yeah, shop. Yeah, the, like the, the the base wall, like where you can just get your, like your base tattoo. Oh, the the flash wall. At yeah, the flash wall. The flash wall. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> Nyla Rose is really the best person to follow best on Twitter. Twitter. She's absolutely hilarious. Hundred percent. But the one thing that I do want to talk about before we get into the pre of Rampage Dynamite is so one of the really cool things about this whole Forbidden Door thing. Um, and we've said it multiple times, is that AEW, they honor what happens in other companies, especially if that other company is New Japan. And something really cool is, you know, on Rampage, we have Trent and Rocky, Rapungi Vice versus the Young Bucks. Yeah. And they talk about their history that they have with them in Japan. They don't only just talk about it. They show, they show us a video package of matches of them from Japan beating the Young Bucks which I think is pretty cool. So, Kyle, how cool was this for you getting to see this? I'm pumped about this because when they first mentioned Rapungi Vice a while back, this is like almost a month or two ago, um, I was sort of familiar with Rapungi Vice, not completely, so I went back and did not really research. I just watched some matches from them, and one of them was one of those Young Buck matches from New Japan, and it was insane. I hope they do – I hope they – like at least match at least half of that. I know with the short amount of time they have on Rampage, you know, the matches are great, but the times are cut a little bit short. I think they're going to have a fantastic match, and I hope they kind of replicate what White saw in their one New Japan match, but it was for the junior heavyweight titles, the one that they talked about. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for this. I've been waiting for Rocky Romero to do things with Trent when he came back from his injury, and they're going to continue doing this. Um, oh, man. Is he not still with the Bullet Club? Rocky? Yeah. Rocky was never in Bullet Club. He was Rocky chaos. was always in chaos. It was chaos. It was chaos. Sorry. He was well, he remember, just hung out with chaos now. So he was just hung out with uh, Gallows and Anderson. That's I want, why he called Bullet Club. I, I know yeah. this is just like my fantasy mind going crazy right now. I want to see like more New Japan people come in. I don't know if it's tough. He, well, like of for us right now. For 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 us as fans, I think Rocky being there says a lot because he does so much for New Japan Pro he's a Wrestling. Booker. Like he's a he does, I know, but he yeah. does so much. We're not like, Booker. He's uh, he's he's talent relations. He's relations. Like he yeah. he has a say in shit, and I really feel like him being here yeah, eventually opened the door for Okada. Like, yeah. and other people, Naito. Like you might see these guys, Tanahashi, like. Bro, imagine the match. Right? Imagine Okada versus Danielson and just oh my God. drool over that for an hour. Yeah, he's just extremely tough right now. Like, COVID's a big thing. Like, it's COVID's, I mean, and it's getting worse again. Yeah. So, obviously, yeah. like, well, you're going to see less travel now. You're going to see less forbidden door stuff because mm-hmm. people can't travel. It needs to go away because I think it's going to, as soon as it's like good enough to travel and it's okay and it's, it's finally down and we're kind of like out of the thick of it i think we're gonna see a lot more like it's gonna start it's just gonna explode because like we are getting glimpse of it all of throughout 2020 with ishii coming in and everything they did with uh oh what's his name suzuki Uh, came in you know what i mean like they had some stars come over that were here obviously doing the new japan strong stuff so they are able to travel within the united states but a lot of them right now are in japan and the quarantining and stuff over there is a lot more stricter. Well, remember, they here. also have New Japan uh, USA going now where yeah. they have the shows in California. So, I mean, if, if people come here and, and they come here for like a month, or right? Uh, if they're here in the States 
and they're doing these GCW shows or Impact or whatever, like, hey, maybe we get Okada that way. Like we just like Jay White was on a set of Impact tapings. I'm like, why hasn't he done anything with AEW yet? What's the deal with that? Well, now we're getting. Oh, you're talking about Jay White. I don't know why I heard Jay. No, Jay White. Like, why hasn't Jay White? Come in and done at least one thing with one match in AW yet. Like, what's yeah, the I mean, there? because there because, has to be some reason behind yeah, it. Yeah, but maybe they just don't want to overload us too much. Like, you gotta Tony Khan has said, like, he has so many surprises up his sleeve. I know. But like it's, they it's just like gave us months. Danielson, been... Cole. They're giving us. He's giving went us back in the middle of summer last year. Like, well, yeah, why man. hasn't he done anything with us since then? Well, now yeah. that he's with Impact, he can't do AEW because you no. Know, there's no there's forbidden no, door. Forbidden like door, Gallows no and Anderson right should would be on TV every week if there was a working relationship, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I just want to bring up that wasn't that we passed over, which we should because it was a Matt Hardy segment. Um, <laughs> Andrade is buying everything. Buy some fucking airtime. Buy a match. Yeah. Because my God, what are you doing with Andrade? <laughs> I saw the best yeah, tweet today. It was the what two handshakes, doing? and it said WWE AEW, and then below it. Not knowing how to book Andrade, <laughs> just let the guy fucking wrestle. Oh, That's how you book man. him. Uh, just yeah. do something like I, anytime, like he's something gonna buy gets a bunch of... with the Hardy family, man. Ugh. Why is he buying? Like, oh. I don't know what's going. Why on are you buying that? useless stock? <laughs> right, though, I buy the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. But at the same time, I want them to be in the House of Black. So hopefully he sells them to, because him and Malachi have a friendship. So now Andrade sells them to Malachi. That's like buying the human currency. Like that's like right? me buying yeah. stock in Nokia right now. <laughs> I just I just think oh, oh. we've mentioned this before. I just think that Andrade is the victim of the people that he was supposed to work with. Oh, Rick Flair, hundred percent. Right? They have him with Vicky. Crowd doesn't like it. They put him with Chavo. Then obviously it seemed like they were going in the direction of bringing in Flair, and then Flair gets in trouble being oh, an gosh. idiot. And now he's begging for a job every week, and now yeah, it's desperate. I don't think yeah, so, that guy's just a loose cannon. Now. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that. And, and they, they teased a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now with with the whole Andrade thing. But I mean, hopefully, eventually they'll figure it out, and hopefully he's patient enough to let them figure it out. Because I honestly oh, I- think in this company they will. But here's the out. thing: is he still getting TV time? That's more we can say at WWE. So he's probably happy. He's getting TV time again. Maybe this is a catalyst to he brings in Jeff Hardy and Matt gets mad or something. Like you, you I went who bought knows? your brother. <laughs> so like, weird. <laughs> I just bought the hottest free agent. Oh, it's your brother, by the way. Like you know, um, that would be. I don't know. There's there's uh, listen. AEW doesn't fail a lot, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. give them this chance with Andrade, but. I swear to fucking God, if this goes on for more than three months, I'm done. <laughs> the family, I'm done. I'm sorry, the Matt Hardy family office for me is up there with uh, uh, the inner circle. Just like, just, no, the inner circle know, it's least, way worse than that. Yeah, inner circle me, the, the Hardy, has, like, they serve a purpose. The, the, the Hardy, Hardy family thing, it was like Brandy's group. It was like all these groups that are like, oh, that that wasn't a good idea. You, know, you got crowd back. Go back to Damascus. Get rid of this 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 big money Matt thing. Just, well, no, he's just buying time until yeah. Jeff comes in. The yeah. only problem is that's gonna be even a retirement with, run when he comes. Yeah, in. even said. with um, even with uh, the what was said in the promo, right? Like, even though Andrade bought the Hardy family or whatever, it doesn't affect private party because they're on the board or whatever so like really it's only affecting butcher blade and bunny and now with butcher's band breaking up which sucks every time i die great band 
yeah, which sucks that they broke up with all the stuff that they have going on. But it's better for us because he's going to be on TV more now. So and he, he was he was in that segment. So it looks like he's back. And Buddy and did it, not he, look impressed though. If you watch her facial expression, she did not look impressed with Andrade and I love Bunny. him I love becoming vlogs. partners. Shout out to yeah. Ali's so. vlogs. I watch them every week. They're so good. <laughs> and she had yeah, Ethan Page on it this week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at this. My two favorite Ontario people. Love these yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you. We, I say yeah. this all the time, man. Watch as much of the vlog content as you can, whether it's Ethan Page or BTE. Which I just is, watched at this point a must. toy vlog. He's with Ricochet Page. And right oh, at the beginning, he's like, yo, this is my, Ricky, this is my boy RSG. Ricky. Or yeah. RSP. He's like oh. Ricky, a fellow Ricky page. Shane he's like a fellow page representing the pages. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then you have Ali's vlog. <laughs> you have Thunder Rosa's vlog. You have Sammy's vlog, which, you know, something we didn't mention earlier, how – how funny! Oh yeah, TH two. I forgot about TH two. No, they're they're pretty much gone. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just letting their contract run out because of all the stuff that Jack Evans has going on in Mexico or whatever he is. <laughs> whatever, he's doing. The, whatever those. those but Jackie, were. something that uh, we kind of glossed over before. How cool was that Sammy promo in Brazil? Because <laughs> it popped me. It was so funny. It, was, the picture it picture. popped you. I don't know. I, it didn't do anything for me. I, Listen, I it was funny because I'm gonna be real. Brazil and he's still cutting wa- promo. We I- watched live, and as soon as Jackie noticed, wait, did they cut the FTR match? Her whole mood fucking changed. Yeah. Oh, like it, I mean, it, no, you were like, it, all you, all I heard was, oh my god, did they cut the FTR match? And in my head, I'm like, oh fuck. And Kyle like tried to cover. It. No, no, that was for Rampage. And she's like, I'm looking at the graphic, Kyle. It says dynamite. And I'm like, oh God. They didn't do anything new last night that there wasn't advertised, right? Unless they cut yeah, the, 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 the art. Yeah, because the archer it was, it was and Kazarian match was yeah. not okay. supposed so to happen. That so. and I well, Moxley wasn't announced. When FTR but I'm sure he announced. was queued up for that show weeks ago, right? Maybe they weren't supposed uh, to do, give the elite. Are we sure about that? Because the heavy metal rebel. You, you don't think they would have advertised like two weeks ago though? Moxie was coming back, or like oh, I don't know. But I'm sure that they they kind of fast tracked it the second that he announced the GCW thing. The FTR, yeah, I feel like they the kind of had to. But that FTR was after feud, the announcement, though. But the FTR feud is more important. This is what Phil's saying. The FTR feud would get TV time over Kazarian Archer. Yeah. Because yeah, that, was, that serves what, no purpose. I don't know what the hell just that say I, that. I think that that was a last-minute filler, like a pivot kind of move. Because, like I said, I, that match was not announced for the Come card. Come Anderson! Was like, um, all I can say is I hope that everybody that it was supposed to be involved in that match is healthy. Uh, FTR is supposed to be having a match with the Rock and Roll Express uh, this weekend. It's going to be one of those dream match scenarios. So I'm assuming if that match is still on, then it wasn't either one of them that um, didn't pass the protocol. But, you know, things are so unpredictable, at you know, right now. And you never know. It's just going to be like this for a while where they're going to have yeah. to make someone these quick have, pivots. Someone could have gone in COVID protocol, like not have it, but in protocol. Yeah, if, if you're just around somebody. Like, well, hey, Kazarian, you're backstage. You want to go out there and get tossed around by Lance Archer for yeah, a bit. Yeah, Lance would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, I wish that, they, you know, I'm like, if they were going to make that Archer and Kazarian match go on that long, maybe they could have thrown uh, Sky Blue and Serena Diva a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> we'll throw Sky and, Blue and just yeah, that match was fun too. That, right? Lengthen that match a little bit because they did go like less than three minutes, I think. With that, yeah, that's because Serena Deeb's a fucking savage. Yeah, they, there was yeah. a there yeah. was a purpose to that. They they made Serena, Serena Deeb's a killer. Like that, the end of that match where she grabs a leg and just absolutely like destroys it, trying to rip it off its yeah. socket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no she's a beast. By the way, there's a new there's a new game 
and you guys will figure it out when you we have our community night that when we're playing Fortnite, if you pick up a Glock, you have to go. I'm Arn Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Or you- Anytime. Pops me every yeah. time. <laughs> so funny. Uh, before we get oh, out yeah, of here, Phil, actually, Phil looked like he was laughing. Oh, so funny. No, uh, no, no. I'm thinking about um, one match that we, <laughs> we talked about everything else, but the main event. No so the claim versus Sting and Darby. I'm going to start with you, Jackie. Oh, I thought mm. you started How crazy. You don't even love the acclaimed. <laughs> nah, but I want to start with Jackie. Ooh. Because Ooh. how was it seeing Sting jump Guys. off the fucking top of the thing? Like a oh madman. Oh my God. Somebody, I think somebody tweeted it. They were like, hi, I'm Steve Borden and this is Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> but I said that. And said it. Oh, was that you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. Boo. Boo. Chat. wow. Boo. Boo. Not even getting the credit of the pops. Boo. Jackie Tessberger, boo. Yeah, I said I'm supporting. We, we have to go to Jackie whenever it's a tag team. Jackie's the queen of tag team wrestling. We always have to start with her. No, I really don't have much to say now. Thank you. All right, well, never mind. All right, and what Yo, do you, you think about you, this? You can't pull my. You're the, you're the world's biggest Sting fan. Um, hold on, I'm gonna be passive aggressive too, Kyle. Um, you guys can't pull my gimmick. What is this? No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's my the least favorite thing. <laughs> I know. I said the thing about me saying hurtful things when I'm mad. Stop being passive aggressive. Uh, <laughs> Just be a dick. It's a lot better. Hey, at least I can um, spell it second grade level. <laughs> oh, here we go. Freshly, oh, freshly oh, skeezed. That was, I, <laughs> the, I was, side, I was episode, not in the crowd. If it, was, if it wasn't called Wild Thing, it would have been called Freshly Skeezed. Yeah, <laughs> with the picture of that guy's side. Come on. Oh, Even I no, called squeezed. First off, the match was cool. I like that Sting got some time. I called it as soon as Darby. I, when Darby got hurt, I'm like, he's going to be coming flying out of nowhere. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And he did. It was good. It was fun. It was a great main event. Again, the acclaimed looked great. Um, I love Bowens. I think he is so fucking good. Bowens mm-hmm. is like a star. And I feel like if the acclaimed do ever separate, like that guy could be a TNT champion. Like he he is yep. really fucking solid. Um, and obviously Darby's a top star in the company, right? Darby's Darby's Darby Sting Sting. The vignette before is fun. It had a big fight feel. It's a nice little feud. And they end it strong again. They end it with like people celebrating and not like walking around the crowd and shit. Like they're in the you middle see the of the ring. Cut after the, the exclusive video. No, no. Uh, there's a video of they they let uh, Tony Khan came out. Obviously, uh, Sanjay Dutt, Tony Khan being Tony Khan, then he gave the mic to Sting, like un unplanned, and Sting like cut like a promo, and it was you know just kind of mm-hmm. like the promos that you would see like after when the the show goes off the air, but they actually like videotaped it. And like him talking about like all the performers and telling like Tony Khan, like Tony Khan, this guy over here, Darby, you know, if you're looking for a lo- locker room leader, it's this guy right here. And like he just he 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 put over Darby Allen so huge. And like you could see in Darby, Darby's was actually getting emotional. Like Darby was almost tearing up hearing what Sting like Sting putting him over like legit. So it was really cool to see if you guys haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure AEW posted it on their Twitter account or they put it on their YouTube channel. It's on one of those. It's like an After Dynamite exclusive. Watch it. It's like two, three minutes long. Uh, really cool. Really, really cool. Did you guys see the interaction between uh, Sting and Darby when they and were the sitting fans? in traffic? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then they like skateboarded up to that guy that was like with the uh, AEW license plate. <laughs> that, yeah. that was awesome. That's awesome. I, I would, I would what, lose my mind if something like that happened. Sting is everything that us fans wish, like, and this isn't a shot, but it's what we wish The Undertaker was at the end of his career because he's putting on like fun matches and fun spots. And he he still has all the movement. He still feels like Sting, right? 
that's the thing. Like when he comes out, he still he still feels like Sting twenty years ago. Like you're like, oh, it's Sting. He could definitely whoop someone's ass. It's not like, oh mm-hmm. no, not Sting. Like I know I fucked around with the lights shutting off and all, but it has honestly his like, age. <laughs> like he had he he's sixty three, whatever. Uh, jumping so I think off sixty two. Jumping off fucking twenty foot stages. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, dude. It's just yeah, it's ascended in the chat. That popped me huge when Bowens was like, "Welcome to the Black Parade, bitch." <laughs> you know, Darby <laughs> was so goddamn funny. Yeah, and Sting but, also put over Tony Khan. He's like, he went to him and goes, "You, thank you for letting me oh. be the real me here," and, and, and like saying, like, letting me be this creative. Like he put over huge. Tony Khan's like, "I'm yeah. gonna do it. I'm gonna <laughs> send." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which is a pre. We we can transition right over to that. So. We got some great matches on Rampage this week. We have Hook, like we just talked it's about. Match uh, looking forward to. Yeah, versus Serpentico. <laughs> and then we have one of the funniest things of how wrestling works. So the first title defense for the TBS championship will be on TNT, where Jade is facing <laughs> Jay, which is the funniest oh, thing in the world Lord. to me. Uh, and then we have, like we said earlier, the Young Bucks versus Rocky and Trent. Shout out to Nick Jackson, who, if you guys watched BTE this past week, yet again lost his whole luggage. Like, they don't even think it exists in the system, which they need to fly, stop flying out of that airport because if you guys yeah, remember, that's the airport. Yeah, Yeah, that Matt Jackson lost yeah. his like, $10,000 Quote, unquote, lost his Dior. I bet I was you it's the say- same guy. Guarantee it's the same guy working yeah. at the airport. He's like, oh, it's Nick Jackson again. Let me put this in the back of my car. Yeah, let me just get rid of it. <laughs> and then the main event of that night is John Moxley versus ethan page and that is a really cool match and yes is ethan page champion no but he keeps getting these huge matches right sting and darby and then we saw him going against cody and now he's getting moxley like he's doing and he got the inner circle match right mm-hmm. and it's there's a lot of stuff that they are, are giving ethan page and i love that they're doing this so and what's the match? there's a lot of people on this card that you like What's uh, the match? It's, like, it's fucking made for me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hook, Mox, Jade. Okay, I'm done. All of them. Every single one. I kind of wish that this is kind of where I was kind of hoping they would put the Andrade match. Like I, like Andrade, give him something and give him Mox because we've never like seen that. That'd be fun as shit, right? Mm-hmm. But Ethan Page talks a lot. Has Dan Lambert. Nobody wants him to win. Perfect person for Mox to destroy. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Hook's gonna kill someone. Simple. And then Jade. Again, I didn't even know that the TBS title was the first well, offense on TNT. TNT belt yeah. on TBS. This yeah. Cody had that huge promo holding yeah. the TNT belt. But, yeah, that's um, funny. I, Anna Jay is going to really shock a lot of people because she's gotten really, really good. Um, and hopefully we see it go more than – I want it to go more than six minutes. I don't want it to be like a two-minute let's stop. Well, I think out. this is a huge test for both of them, right? I, they're both right. relatively new, and they're not in the in the ring with people who are ring generals. Right, mm-hmm. um, you know, Anna Gunther, Jay has Gunther only been wrestling for like Gunther is the ring general. Who? Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but oh, the Nazi, neither one of them the Nazi have like I think right, three gotcha. years under their belt. Like I think Jade is still under like two years with training, mm-hmm. and it's just like it'll be very interesting to see really how far along they've come, and you know if they're ready for that spotlight. But this is where Jade I think needs to step up huge because you're the champion, so you got to carry these matches. It's either like so this is going to be very telling. It's either she's going to just run through Anna Jay, and you're going to be like, okay, this is how this title is going to go. Or it's going to be like an actual match. I hope it's an actual match. Me too, because I still like I wanted this to happen down the road with Anna Jay, so eventually Ty could get it, and it could be Ty versus Jade. 
you know, like it could be the prelude. Well, like- the way that the promo that they had during Dynamite where Anna Jay was like, I wrapped barbed wire around yeah. my arm to win a match. Like I want it to be more Jade killing her. Maybe. I, wanna, I don't know. I just, we'll there's see. so much talent. Like, I don't know who's going to beat Jade, but like, I, I know that like this will be fun. Her versus the bunny would be fun. Her mm-hmm. versus Ty would be fun. So there's a lot of fun feuds that she could be in. Um, And I, you know, the problem is now both your champions are healed. Cause I'm like, Serena Deeb's the answer right now. Like that should be the person that mm-hmm. beats somebody, right? She's yeah, beating yeah. everybody, mm-hmm. but they're in a weird pickle. So I think she's going to win the Owen Hart tournament. Yeah, maybe, right? As a female. I mean, at this rate, she should, the way that they're booking her as yeah. this unstoppable yeah. technician. As Jackie's, uh, if Jackie was a wrestler, she'd be Serena Deeb. Oh, 100%. yeah, that was, that was conversation yesterday. If I was a wrestler, 100%. 100%. Any, what match are you looking I, forward to? That's a hell of most? a compliment. Um, I think my my match of the night will be uh, Rocky and Trent versus the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't have a lot of exposure to, like, their New Japan feud prior to this. Um, I'm very... Like I came in with the inception of AEW. So everything is kind of fresh and new to me. But um, knowing the capabilities of both tag teams, I'm 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 hyped to see what they're gonna do here. Kyle, what match are you looking forward to the most? Uh Hook's match, because I just think that uh keep Hook on Rampage every single week and that will draw your rating. Because that yep. guy is the most yeah. popular thing going on rampage and what people are tuning in to see because and doesn't this break didn't we talk about it a few weeks ago that people were like oh they only book hook in the tri-state area he's gonna be the king of he's gonna be the king of rampage he's yeah, just gonna no, be 100%. on rampage just dominate and dominate i guarantee you he wins his first belt on rampage that'd be awesome now with a preview for dynamite next week we have cody versus sammy in that ladder match we had red velvet versus layla hirsch uh the inner circle versus 2.0 and daniel garcia Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy in the Lights Out match. And that is, of course, Ant, what's it called next week? Oh, um, Beachamania. Beach Ball Bonanza. Be- the Baywatch <laughs> Beach Bonanza. In Cleveland. Elimination <laughs> what Beach. A, what, a, what a great time to do a, a show called Beach Break when you're in the cold, very cold yes. Cleveland. Um, But, yeah, so if you guys like what you heard today, I know I, I should have mentioned it earlier, but it is one of those weeks. Uh, if you want to watch live, it's twitch.tv slash Elite POV, 7 p.m. Eastern. Every Ooh. Thursday, we give you this live show. We would love it if you guys were in the chat, like so many great people who are in the chat right now. Fangy, Ascended, Adam, Kimmy was here earlier. It is a great time Jermaine. to be an AEW fan. Jermaine, Ooh. yes. Uh, speaking Jermaine, of Jermaine, patreon.com slash Elite POV. You could be like Jermaine and sign up to our best in the world tier. Gets you on our Saturday show, Good Morning Elite, we will be having Jermaine on very, very soon. We just got to get some details together when he's available. And, yeah, so sign up to that. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, it's Elite POV. If you want to follow on TikTok, I wanted to make sure I didn't mess that up yeah. this week. Elite TikTok. POV clips. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, and right now the chat is t- telling us that Twitter might be down. You know how Twitter does that sometimes. But if you want to follow me, it's at Philia Malik. Jackie, anything uh, where they can follow you? Oh, yes. On Twitter, you can follow me at loveyoumake24. And on Instagram, you can follow me at jacksthedrawpov. And what about you? Ant underscore elite POV. I'm only tweeting my wrestling thoughts. Nothing else. So deal with my shitty opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, where can they follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Ollie Kyle. I'm going to do a quick plug here to something me and Ant are working on and putting a much 
Onlyants.com. Onlyants.com. There's a lot of content we've created. We've had a lot of photo shoots done, guys. You're not going to be disappointed about this. I have the Canadian flag over my ass crack. Hashtag no filter. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) But anyways, something real. Um, Myself and Ant do what's called an e-federation. So we each had our own companies. We've come together. We're going to do it under one banner, one Twitch channel called the Alliance Wrestling Federation. It is so much fun. If you guys don't know, have no idea what an e-fed is, it is basically a... It's a, they, we used already 2K19. We're going to be using 2K22 when it comes out. But uh, myself and Ant, um, we commentate over simulated matches, and it's people's created character. So you have your created wrestler come to life in this video game. Jax has a, uh, a character. Her name is Jax, obviously. And it's uh, undefeated, and baby. It, <laughs> one of the undefeated, one of the companies that's coming together. You got Philium over He's got a character. Uh, me and Ant have our own characters in there. And then we have a lot of people in the live chat here that have their characters, or if you're not in it yet and you are interested uh, and you want to have yourself, you know, you ever want to see yourself be a wrestler or, you know, you want to see a created character of yours or some vision you have in your head, you can sign up and do that in our E-Federation. So you can follow it on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash A-W-F underscore E-Fed. So E-F-E-D. And then you, um, I'll have the link on there. I'll have to pin it up on so people know because they keep asking me for the link. I'm like, shit, I got to pin it somewhere. Um, but there'll be a Google Doc. You fill out the form. Um, we the, make you. And we make you. And in 2K22 is when it's going to start off. There's going to be two shows a week, a show owned by me and a show owned by Ant. We play our own characters. Uh, our own I'm game. Kirk Ranner. His name's it's Kirk It's pretty Ranner. much me without a filter. Yeah. <laughs> Which much. I don't have a filter anyway. So I was going to say much you don't have me. one anyway. But I'm telling and you, me if I had a lot of money. It is the most fun you will have watching somebody play these wrestling video games. It's something that even try it out the best way i could say it is you have to try it out right I was like, like brother rob was like rob's like i never thought i'd care yeah and like his character now he like he he fucking has a twitter account for yeah. like it's yeah. like it is pro, you guys can make it's, promos it's D D for yeah. pro wrestling yeah. you guys can, you guys exactly. can create that's, that's a really good analogy yeah. D for pro wrestling the big thing is yes. too, you can get as creative as you want with your character you can create promos you yep. earn points by participating vignettes. in the live chats to upgrade your character. Mm-hmm. You can make vignettes. We put the bet together. on matches. Yeah, you can bet on matches because there's a betting system in the live chat. It's honestly and people start out very low. It's not like everyone's in a ninety. Like they start out it's at like a thirty-six overall. Yeah, thirty-five, thirty-six, and you have to build your way up. So the more you're in the chat, the more you interact, the more hours you have watched, you get points. You can use that, like Kyle said, to upgrade your character, and it's a lot of fun. Ant makes some wacky characters like Chungus, and yep. to see people like that <laughs> in matches, and we, it's it's the best time you will have Mine watching somebody. It's a lot of fun. Mine was called yeah. Stooge McTan. <laughs> Yeah. Or you could cheat and be like Kyle and, and take an eight foot Santa Claus and make them your heavy and then get, kill everybody. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's not cheating. Out of but context, it's super fun. But we are also, guys, this is where we can connect it to. We're going to be doing a special thing. We're going to invite Phil to do it as well. Maybe we'll have Jackie do a, a, a guest spot where we simulate AEW matches mm-hmm. with AEW wrestlers, and that will be a Patreon exclusive. Yes. So it'll be a, a Patreon e-fed. If you will, that will start at the five dollar tier. Yes, and, and and we have a lot of ideas of what we're going to do going forward. Uh, we actually have elitepovmerch.com. We have a lot of ideas of what we want to kind of take our merchandise. We see Kyle wearing the great merchandise right now on his camera. Uh, so if you want to get that, that's up there, elitepovmerch.com. But we have a lot of ideas. A lot of we say a lot of funny sayings on here, right? Stuff that pops the chat. The chat gets to say we're 
putting in the work. We're, we're going to be talking to Infinity, start making some more designs, stuff that isn't stuff that is elite POV merch, but stuff that you can wear everywhere with funny wrestling sayings on it. So we're working on that, trying to get that out for you guys. So make sure you stay tuned to everything that we have going on because we keep saying it, it's going to be a huge year. Don't buy us. my fucking, don't buy my fucking shirt. YouTube.com oh slash elite POV. A brand new rant on wrestling will be coming out soon this weekend this yes. weekend i'm gonna Make record sure it tomorrow night before rama page and up there on our youtube channel we have the great interview me and kyle 4.5 thousand views right now and we have jackie and incredible interview they did with ftr which is getting very very close to that thousand view mark so go there watch it again share with your friends share everybody's talking about it you see all the all the wrestling news sites talking about the interviews that we did so make sure you watch it and share it yourself as well. And uh, also, Top Girl Talk will be recorded, guys. We know it's a little delayed. We're having some technical difficulties yes. with our team. We promise as soon as this fixed, that will be out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, now that being said, thank you guys for listening to another great episode of Elite POV. And remember, you don't need a hat to be a cowboy.